Welcome to episode 38 of the Toledo Matters Podcast. With you, as always, is your host, Bob Tucker, your co-host, Danny Woodcock, and myself, Nathan Lewis. Welcome, guys. With us today, we have Carl Strauss, Mandy Sinclair Nitschke, who are both in studio. And then for the first time, we have a call-in guest, which actually worked out pretty well. Thanks to our engineer. Audio magic from Mr. Nathan Lewis. But Waveflow has everything. Oh, yeah. We have (laughs) eighth-inch connectors. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Although, if you have an iPhone, you can't do it in the studio. Well, you just need the little dongle. new iPhone, Jack. new dongle. I have one of those dongles in my car. We could have gotten it. Well, thanks, Bob. Anyway. We used that. (laughs) And our, our calling guest, her name is uh, Christy Ansberg, and the three of them are involved with the uh, local Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and you'll hear all about that. the man and woman of the year competition. Yeah, yep. so you'll hear about that. Very good stuff, very interesting stuff. It was a, it was a fun little interview. I was I'm trying to send some Swedish fish their way, for sure. It was fun doing yeah. the phone thing and kind of feeling like we're an actual radio show or something. <laughs> yeah, <cool>. so <laughs> I'd be interested to hear what people think about the phone. and Because and... we could definitely do more of that if it's something. Well, yeah, and, and just like. whether they think it sounds good and, and, and if they want, you know, what they think. So feel free to send us emails, man. We, All right. We'll, we'll read them. So what you guys do over the weekend? Well, uh... Still in the process of doing the kitchen, so I've had a lot of hours of laying tile floors and Excellent. sanding doors and all kinds of stuff. Um, it's looking good. It does look really good. It's coming along. It better look good. Well, well, <laughs> well last time we were here, it was, it was pretty much an empty room. Yeah, and, and it was now, gutted the last time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I didn't really get up to much, but we did have a board game night with the guys. That was yeah. pretty fun. Um, we oh, played. sweet, guys. Well, <laughs> yeah, did we? We, you don't, we don't think you like to hang out with us. <laughs> what the f- Cause we're like the old crew, you know. What? <laughs> I'm sure you were like out on a date or doing something what night? fancy Friday, Friday night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a exactly. Game. You're not gonna come out to our stupid <laughs> board game night. Hey, it wasn't stupid. I it was would fun. come to board game night for the record. No, it it was fun. It just we, has to be on a Tuesday. It can't be a Friday. Play exactly. a game called Red Dragon Inn, which is really really cool. Yeah. I recommend it if you're. I think we games. talked about it before. I mean, it's it's Did we? Yeah. yeah, but that was the first time I played it. It was pretty it's fun. fun. Yeah, it takes about two rounds to kind of figure out what's going and on, and then you're then you're good. Nate was the ringer and won, of course, but because hmm. he played. It I before. won everything. I won the other game too. Didn't I, didn't yeah, I win your game? We played Cash and Guns. He's making which, up. Which is pretty fun. He's making it's up just, for that Mario Kart tournament. <laughs> I guess I'm I, I can rock board games, but <laughs> So anyway, yeah. Uh, I other than that, I really haven't been up to too much yeah, either. I've been super busy. How about you, Danny? I'm sure you got up to some Toledo. Oh yeah. We uh the walleye game happened over the weekend. Nice. Uh game that was game five now. Okay. And then game six happened too. So now we're coming back here for game seven, uh Tuesday night. Nice. Which will be tomorrow from when we're recording. Um, it's going to be a blast. We got some seats. So walleye. Oh man. Yeah. Seven. It's going to be so good. So is this semifinals? This is the first round of the playoffs. Okay. There are yeah. two more. There's two. Yeah. There's yep. three total, right? Before the Kelly cup. And then and we last year we lost in the first round, correct? No. It was we like lost the, in like the second. Okay. Yeah. We were doing very good. Yeah. Cool. Yep. It'd be awesome to see him get to like like a final series. Man, that'd be great. On Friday, they won with like twenty seconds left. The whole place was going wild. It was right. great. Kalamazoo Wings. They had some guy cheap shot one of our guys. Yeah, like yeah. seven cross checks well, that, that on the Friday. ice in that, the back. That was this earlier. This was a week ago. Yeah. He's suspended indefinitely from the ECHL. Deservedly so. And I have been trolling their Twitter account since that moment, and <laughs> it's job. been a lot of fun. Awesome. Good job. Yep. Uh, so Doing coming up work. with some fun stuff in the 419 on April 29th, the Glass City Wing Wars. Downtown Toledo puts on the best celebration of local restaurants and the magic that is the chicken wing. Competitors will prepare recipes for the best barbecue, hot, and exotic wings. 
$20 ditch you in with unlimited wings, $45 ditch you in with a VIP package, unlimited wings, unlimited drinks, and access to the VIP lounge area. Nice. And then uh, another very interesting thing coming up that Carl will talk about a little bit more in his Man of the Year campaign is May 7th. They will be having a fundraiser at Ernest Brewworks, a tap takeover. Uh, he'll give you a little more info about that. And should you have interest in sponsoring a beer, you know, maybe a Toledo Matters Pilsner. I like the sound of that. I was going to say, there may or may not be a Toledo Matters uh, tap. <laughs> that could be cool. Sure. Uh, go ahead and shoot Carl an email. His email address is listed in the show notes. And uh, we think it's going to be a good time. So we hope to see you out there. For sure. Yeah. Without further ado, here is Carl Strauss, Mandy Sinclair Nitschke, and Christy Ansberg. Welcome to our podcast. I appreciate you guys being here. With us today, we have uh, Mandy Nitschke, Carl Strauss, and later we're going to talk to um, Christy Onsberg by phone. And the three of you are involved with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Uh, is it the Northern Ohio chapter? Or, yes. Yeah. Uh, and in particular, we're, we're here in part to talk about um, an annual fundraiser you guys do for Man and Women of Man and Woman of the Year. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but first of all, who the heck are you guys? Let, let's let's start with Mandy. Are, are you from Toledo? Or are you from elsewhere? From Toledo, born yeah. and raised, Perrysburg. Um, still here. Yeah. Still in Perrysburg. Probably not. not going anywhere ever. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll forgive the Perrysburg part. But <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. That you annoying bubble. <laughs> no, just, ah, uh, it's a long story. Anyway, <laughs> Carl, I know you're not from here. I'm not. I am a East Coast kid. Yeah. Grew up in Pennsylvania. Went to college in Baltimore, Maryland, and I got to Toledo in 2003 for law school. Yeah. And uh, so you're another one of those horrible lawyers right <laughs> <laughs> wonderful lawyers wonderful lawyers. I, i'd say that as one myself so self-deprecating yes yes that's I, i'm we told that to have charming. a lot of lawyers yeah. on the show in general <laughs> i try to keep we try to keep it to a minimum bob's but, fault you know it's it is my fault i think they're just in generally involved in a lot of things you know they're that, all you guys are too. always like a part of some board or a part of some group and we I all like to hear ourselves they talk. all yeah. <laughs> And all yeah. all the groups need free law work, so Ooh, that's true. <laughs> Just like us. <laughs> yeah, and now Carl, I, I know you were a swimmer. Is that right? Yes, started yeah. at four and all the way up through college in D one. Yeah, that's that's hardcore. I mean, like, d- don't you like not have a life in college other than swimming at that I point? Probably slept about four hours a day. <laughs> yeah, and uh, trained all but about three weeks a year. Yeah, it was wow, a lot of fun though. So, what was your stroke? Uh, pretty much everything. I did mid mid and long distance freestyle and did the individual medleys and the uh, 100 and 200 breaststroke. Okay. I'm going to pretend so. I know what that means. I, I, I kind of do because I watch the Olympics and that's, yes, that's there you go. Pretty I'm much just it. impressed you said, what is your stroke? Like that was a <laughs> swimmer question for sure. I'm pretending like I'm acting dumb because I, I, my, my wife swam in, through high school and stuff. Ooh, yeah. Nice. So I hear about it through her and it, and I hear from her about how horrible life was <laughs> being a swimmer and getting up super early and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Actually now I don't really swim in the winter months because too many years of waking up in the uh, cold darkness, walking to practice. <laughs> right. My body's like, not until it's sunny and warm. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I'm currently missing my kids' swimming lessons right now, as we sit Bob. here right now recording this. Bob. My wife's oh, a little man. upset about that. But, Bob. Um, Sounds like a winning shame. As a swimmer yeah. and a coach, I feel somewhat bad about that. Well, <laughs> they, they have them every Monday, and, and, and my daughter's too little to be in by herself, right? Yeah, so mm-hmm. they're not exactly competing for world championships. No, I, I mean, my, my son's four, and he's he's 
almost to the point. I mean, he's in it by himself with a coach, and he's almost to the point where he can actually swim a little, which is kind of cool. Right. But my daughter just clings to death to me, and like, okay, <laughs> we're getting used to the water, right? But how did you learn to swim? I sort of just dove in the pool one day yeah. on my own at the there age of two, yeah. and uh, I came up. So <laughs> there's an awesome video of like a toddler who just you, you toss her like in full clothing into the water and they train them like this and they just she just calmly turns it onto her back and floats like mm -hmm. any situation you, you toss her in head in or feet in or or, or whatever you dunk her she sounds like a horrible turn. i was gonna say oh i've goodness. seen this video it's many times and it thing. gives me so much anxiety yeah yeah oh my gosh they so do train anxiety. them like that though i grew up in florida and my youngest brother who's seven years younger than me i can remember like when florida everybody has pools right so they teach you how to swim when you're two months old they basically just throw you in the in the pool and let you like not die and hope there's not an alligator in there yeah so so you came to town for law school right yes and mandy what's your educational background what would you um, what's your career let's talk about that well i was a zoology major oh i like that Damn. thanks yeah i liked it too i should have done something with it um, <laughs> but i ended up in law school as well and then I was an IP attorney for a few years. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, no, no. Yeah. Don't okay. be sorry. Well, you can be a little bit sorry yeah. about that. But um, no, but then I should have known that. I'm sorry. Ended up, oh, gosh, no, no, no. Um, and then I became the campaign manager for LLS. Okay. Just sort of, you know, I've changed directions like 14 times and I don't think I'm done yet. So, yeah. Did, would you ever you ran work? too, right? You ran for the woman of the year too? Yes. Right? Yeah. That was how I became involved with LLS. My dad was diagnosed and is doing very well um, in 2012 with a blood cancer. And so in 2013, we had our first uh campaign here and i just decided sure why not which is you know i make those quick decisions <laughs> often and some of them work out and some of them don't but did you ever work uh in the zo zoology field uh no the only thing that really helped i ended up doing pharmaceutical sales for one year after college i've literally done some very random things mm. and it was sort of helpful then i guess and, sure. and the science background helps with ip, IP stuff yeah, yeah that's true except yeah. Not so much zoology around here. You really need to be some type of engineer, which I discovered pretty quickly. So. All right. So what, what's a campaign manager for LLS? Well, here, let's back up a little bit. What is LLS? Yeah, let's yeah. start with what is LLS for people who have no idea. Okay. So LLS is the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and it's the largest nonprofit organization that's trying to find better cures and, or I'm sorry, better treatments and cures for all 150 types of blood cancer. So we're all over the U.S. We're all over Canada. Um, we're bigger than that, too, but that's basically where we are campaign-wise. Um, and, yeah, it's just a group of people that are trying to raise a bunch of money and support the researchers. The researchers are amazing. They're not necessarily affiliated with us all the time, but we try to back them as much as we can. So, And, and for I think you kind of said this in your answer, but for folks who don't know what leukemia or lymphoma are, what, what those are those? are all lumped into the blood cancer overarching cancer category okay so is leukemia the major one basically yeah it is it's the most common and um blood cancers leukemia is the ones that you associate with children it's the most common children's cancer so i think right. a lot of people hear of that word in that way but sure. um blood cancer is actually yeah. pretty common in adults as well so. what causes them to form is it a genetic thing or oh, dear. lots um, of lots of things yeah it can be a lot of different things like it could be something in your genetic makeup that predisposes you to it. Um, it could be something environmental that probably changes, you know, a single cell in your body and then it multiplies. It could be a lot of things. Right. I so, will just go ahead and say that even though I have a science background, <laughs> I might not be able to answer all of those types of questions, but I'll do my best. 
So what do you do as campaign manager for LLS? A little bit of everything. Um, (laughs) Actually, it's an awesome, it's such a fun job. But so in the very beginning for this campaign, we put together our committee of community people that are going to help us identify who would be a great candidate for Man and Woman of the Year. So we spend about, you know, three to five months figuring out who's our list of people that we want to sit down and talk to and see if they're actually interested in this campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's in the fall and in the winter. And then once we identify who our candidates are, we get started on this 10-week campaign. It is it has a start and finish date. Um, and so I just sort of work to um, support all the candidates and help them understand what the resources are that we have for fundraising. I try to show up at most, if not all, of the events and sit down and help them figure out what are their strengths with respect to their fundraising efforts and what they can be most successful at. So I, I, we've mentioned now a few times this, this man and woman of the year campaign. We haven't really explained what that is. Can, who, who wants to try, take a crack at that? Go ahead, Mandy. Okay. You're running for it. So, Come on. <laughs> he, he can give you his perspective as well. It might be different from mine. But um, this campaign has been around for about 20 years. It's going on all throughout the United States between the months of January and June. So it is a national competition, and everyone – is competing against one another, but it's really also by market. So we'll have Toledo winners, Cleveland winners, Cincinnati winners, and then there's usually some jerk from New York that raises so much money that we call him the national winner. Um, But it's basically just a community competition. People do everything from emails, letters, sponsorships, events. They raise money in all sorts of different ways. Um, And we do really big things here in Toledo, but then when you look at it nationally, it's also kind of amazing. In 2016, we had over 800 people competing, and we raised over 35 million just from those 800 people. So it's just taking place everywhere. And oh, thanks. That's a studio audience. That was so nice. Yeah. Um, Thanks, everybody. So yeah, really fun, fun campaign. People do all sorts of different things throughout the country, and we're all just kind of in it together. Yeah. It's intense, too. So, Carl, you're you're a candidate this year. I am, yes. Do you have a, a, a campaign platform? Have you been kissing babies? <laughs> How's this going? Um, you know, our campaign's kind of focusing on this idea of coming together to accomplish something for um, those suffering from blood cancers. Um, so, basically, together we're a force for the cause. Um, together we can rally around the LLS mission and the idea of moving from someday and finding a cure today. Um, so, you know, when you think, of, think, think about the idea of it being competition... I don't really think of it as the candidates against each other. It's more about all of us fighting, you know, to find that cure well, and beat cancer. Regardless of who wins, the money that everybody collects still goes to the charity, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, you know, all of the candidates across the country and our teammates all have likely a personal story that sort of compelled them to jump into this. Sure. So it's it's a lot of work, and everybody deserves to be commended for what they're putting forward for the next 10 weeks. So the candidates do apply to be a candidate. You guys don't just find people and choose them? No, we have a committee that submits names. Like our committee gets together, and we might have a glass of wine or a, or a beer, <laughs> and then we just start talking about people in the community that would really just – one have like they need to be in some respect a community leader because they sure. need to be able to reach out to a lot of people and ask for help right um and they just also kind of need to be interested in philanthropy anyway because this yeah. is not you know send an email and call it done yeah. this is 10 right. weeks of right. intense fundraising so um we just put a bunch of names out there and you know i would say for every three people i meet with there's one person that 
can't wait to get out of that meeting. <laughs> One person that is interested, but just not sure if they can really commit. Put the time in or whatever. And then, yeah. and then there's that third person, though, that has no business committing to something else because they're already too busy. But they are <laughs> so excited about the idea of doing this that they say yes anyway, and then they go out and kill it. So. Yeah. Awesome. Which one of those did Carl fall into? Um, Carl took the challenge, man. And he I mean, he's doing an awesome job, but it's, he's just like any other busy person that probably should have looked at me and rolled their eyes and said no, but he said yes. So Carl, how's the campaigning going? Uh, it's good. It is really kind of fast paced. Uh, we're yeah. what, five weeks in? N almost five weeks Almost in. five okay. weeks in. in. the fifth it week. You haven't completed it yet. Not that's that he was counting or anything. So yeah, we, we kicked off March 23rd and it actually starts off with a nice kickoff event that the uh, campaign committee here holds for us and then we actually have like a midnight madness thing where you mm. kind of stay up and you you're sending out emails right at 1201 a.m you're sending out <laughs> in kind donation requests and trying to be the first one in mandy's mailbox it is <laughs> it's really exciting and it's fun to see everybody rally around it and the coolest thing has been as you go out and talk to people about the campaign while you're running they share their stories with you and hearing other people's stories is really kind of what is going to get you through those 10 weeks. Now, earlier you mentioned stories in the context of everybody who's a candidate has their own personal story as to why they're involved. Do you have one that you can describe as, okay, this is why I'm interested in, in running for this or, do, or doing this? Uh, yes. Actually, when it comes to lymphoma specifically, my uh, stepsister over in Sweden was uh, diagnosed a little over three years ago, and it was caught very early. So she's in remission, the treatment worked very well. Um, and shortly after she finished treatment, um, she and my stepbrother got pregnant again and everything. And so it's been a really wonderful, happy story. And But then you also hear stories of other people who have battled the cancer, maybe not have fared as well. And um, it just adds to the motivation to yeah. keep going. And speaking of story, you said, you know, as you, as you ask, talk to people, you, you hear interesting stories. Is there anyone that so far in your five weeks or not quite a full five weeks, but uh, <laughs> that sticks out to you as, hey, this is pretty interesting. I, more people should hear this. Um, that's a very good question. Um, I have one for you. Okay, go. Boy and girl of the year. Yes, that is perfect. <laughs> the boy and girl of the year are um, exceptional. They are both here local. And I think most cities have a local, they, everyone that has a campaign running, they nominate a local boy and girl in their city. And this year we have um, two wonderful stories, and I can let Mandy tell a little bit about that too. Um, so why don't you tell a little bit, and mm -hmm. I can talk about how we've interacted with the boy of the year with my team. Yeah. So Mark and Avery are boy and girl of the year, um, and our boys and girls of the year all across the country are local survivors, local to their market. Um, and we just, I don't know, we keep getting so lucky and these kids and their families just really jump into the campaign. And the purpose of them is to motivate our candidates. So when our candidates sign up, usually about half of them have a blood cancer connection already. The other half, it's usually just they're interested in philanthropy. They want to give back. Um, so they're there to motivate. And Avery and Mark are just amazing. Um, Avery had a twin sister. And at the age of two, they were diagnosed with a very rare form of AML, which is, uh, I want to say, the second most common kid's leukemia. Um, I hope I'm right on that. But it's one of the most common ones. And her sister did not get through treatment, and she did. So it's this very crazy, sad, joyful story. It's like everything, hearing the family talk about it is hard because 
they have so many different emotions that they yeah, have to tackle. Right, yeah. um, and then Mark is this adorable 10-year-old boy that um, came through his treatment and is doing really well. He's in maintenance chemo, and he's just – the candidates have fallen in love with both of them, and their families are wonderful. We're super lucky to have them. So, Well, that's great. Sounds what, like they're both doing well. That's, that's good. Yeah. What kind of stuff have you guys and your team been doing with them? Uh, the, after the second week of the campaign, I – Organized a uh, team building event at Dave and Buster's. It was actually turned nice. out to be, yeah, <laughs> it was a quite quite a nice uh, couple hours in the afternoon on a Saturday, and it turns out to be um, the boy of the year sort of favorite place to go and unwind. So we, I uh, can see why. Yes, <laughs> it's mine too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we took our team there and kind of had a private room and food and game cards and spent a couple hours playing games with awesome. um, the family and Mark and his brother, and. Uh, it was a really fun time, and uh, his favorite candy is actually Swedish fish. So I had my family in Sweden Score. send him send him uh, a couple <laughs> bags of Swedish fish from over there. So all right, we have to go on a digression here. Okay, so <laughs> you have some family in Sweden. You mentioned those, right? Yes. Okay. There's this. Is the Swedish fish actually from Sweden? The candy. Uh, I it, I'm going to say it originated there. Yeah, without a doubt, Bob. Yeah, for well, sure. They can't I, call them Swedish fish if they're not from Sweden. They, they could, you know. I mean, <laughs> no Mexican food in the states is not Mexican food, you know. But sure, um, it is. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? I feel like I need to. Well, no, you're sure, right? Otherwise, we can Google it. No, 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 no. Googling it ruins the fun of the conversation. I've the ones very, from very peculiar on their stats. Okay, so, right. so no, I'm going to stand firm on that. Yeah. Okay, all right. The ones from Sweden definitely taste better. That was my next question. I would like, think. so when you when you eat the ones from Sweden, do they taste different than the ones you get here? The taste is a little bit different. Yeah. Are they chewier? Are they? I would say less your teeth sugar. Less? For the most part, candy in other countries, <laughs> the sugar content is like a quarter. Yeah, a little bigger fish, less sugar. Okay, solid flavor. They look they look the same other than that. Uh, the, co the colors are a bit different, but yeah, they're both oh, so they're, they're not both all red. Bigger. They're both they fish shaped, Bob. Yes. <laughs> well, but you know, maybe one's a catfish. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, Gross. <laughs> you got him a bunch of Swedish oh, fish. Oh yes. Yes, my family was nice enough to send over a, a couple bags. <laughs> yeah, we are candidates. I mean, they're already really exceptional people, but like then, I mean, Carl sent that email out inviting him, and we had a, one of the women of the year. The next night after kickoff, I got a picture of Mark at a walleye game with her husband, who's on the walleye team, getting a backstage. I mean, nice. our candidates just like, we want the boy and girl of the year to walk away from this experience feeling like they really took away something awesome because they just went through a really crappy experience. Yeah. So it's so nice to see them happy and to see that there are people out there in the community that they didn't even know mm -hmm. they're, they're going to bat for them. And then to have the candidates going above and beyond like that is just, I don't know, it kind of blows my mind. That's great. You have half your campaign left. Do you have any big plans for, for the rest of the campaign? Uh, yeah, we have uh, one pretty big event coming up, actually, May 7th. Uh, it'll be at Ernest Brew Works in South Toledo. Nice. Ah, friends of the show. Represent. Love yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're hoping to have a really fun time. We're going to have music and food and uh, sponsorships galore and just... Beer. Yes. Oh, of course, beer. yeah. yeah. Beer. What's, what's the date of that? Do you know? Sunday, May 7th from uh, 1.30 to 5.30. Cool. Is it like uh, you you pay admission to get in sort of deal? Or? Yeah, so there'll be a donation to get in the door. Yeah. And then um, if you uh, choose to do a tap sponsorship, you'll have the ability to sort of promote a cause or a business during the event as well. And a tap sponsorship, how does that work? So you'll get a chance to rename um, a beer. Oh, for the okay. Nice. So we, we could get like the Toledo Matters Pilsner or something. You yeah. could, Ooh. yes. Mm, we gotta get in there. We that. gotta get in there and get workers porter before somebody snags it. <laughs> this party sounds like a banger. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs>
So how does someone, if we want to get uh, Toledo Matters beer, how do we go about that? Uh, you can shoot me an email off uh, off air and we can talk about it. <laughs> okay. For sure. What if uh, our, our fans might have interest in that? Is there a way they can get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, they can email me. Um, maybe they can email Mandy too if she wants to help out. How about an email address? Yeah. yeah. Mandy, M-A-N-D-Y dot Sinclair, S-I-N-C-L-A-I-R hyphen Nitschke, N-I-T-S-C-H-K-E at L-L-S dot org. There will also be a quick link in the show notes for you guys if you want to click Correct. that. Yep. Yeah, we can do that. And my email is K-A-R-L-S-T-R-A-U-S-S six at gmail.com. Excellent. All right, great. The first five are taken. So if you guys want to get in on this <laughs> invite, go ahead, shoot them an email. Uh, if you'd like to donate some Swedish fish, I think I'd like to send a bag or two your way. <laughs> I think that'd be really cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the record, they originated in Sweden. I Googled it. Oh, Very good. I, there we go. Cheater, <laughs> cheater. I never doubted you, Carl. I never doubted you. Thank you. I guess that makes sense, right? But yeah. So this man and woman of the year competition, I think we have a past winner that we're going to have a quick phone call with. Is that right, Nate? That's right. We're going to have our first call in to the show. Yay. So hopefully this works first out First ever? Well. Yes. First ever. Wow, yeah. we're paving the way, Carl. Now with us by phone is Christy Onsberg. Did I pronounce that correctly? I'm going to screw that up. I would say Ansberg. That's okay. Ansberg. Ansberg. Okay. Christy, thanks for joining us. Of course. Happy to be here. And Christy, what's your role with uh, LLS? Um, so currently I am the um, chair of the advisory board and I am chair of the Man Woman of the Year campaign this year. Okay. So you're part of that crew who gets a bunch of drinks and figures out who's going to be candidates then, huh? You got it. Okay. You got it. <laughs> She's the leader. <laughs> Ooh. And I, I understand you at one point won this competition. I did in 2015. My um, not only me, but my amazing team. So okay. it was a group effort. What was that like? Oh my gosh, it was pretty incredible. Um, you know, I have a great support system of um, family and friends and coworkers, and you know, we all kind of came together and um, were, we all had the same mission in mind, which was to raise awareness raise a whole bunch of funds and do what we could to make a difference um, in the lives of those fighting blood cancer. So it was, it was a remarkable experience and um, it was a lot of fun too. Did you have any particular secret to winning or, or any like uh, <laughs> Carl's very interested underhanded tactic yes, that Carl needs Carl. to know about? Um, you know, I guess my, my secret was that I just wasn't afraid to ask because, you know, it's such a wonderful cause and the people that were involved in the campaign were involved because I asked them to be involved. Um, and I, you know, I just, I feel that people want to do good and a lot of times they don't because no one asks them to. So that was kind of my secret to success, I think, was just not being a a afraid to get out there and say, hey, I wanted to tell you about what I'm doing and why this is important to me and, and how we can all come together to help people. And here's how you can help. And I just put it out there. I mean, I had asked from, um, I, I didn't ask of a couple people of $5,000. Um, one of them came through, one of them didn't. Um, I did a lot of other little ones. Um, I had my kids involved in the campaign too, which was really fun. They, my daughter, my stepdaughter had an amazing lemonade stand and um, <laughs> no, one in Monty not a joke, and one in Ottawa stand. Hills. And they raised over eight hundred dollars. Wow, like that's a hours. real lemonade. Wow, scene. that's yeah. legit. Yeah, were they spiking those lemonades with vodka and selling them to? <laughs> no, actually, just mint. Mint was their oh. secret. Oh, okay. That's the secret. Well, nice. Carl, 
take out Make your a note of that, Carl. Mint Fresh mint. Lemonade. Fresh mint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, the credit goes to her girls on that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could set up but a... Really, it was a, it was a family thing. Um, my husband, um, you know, supported one of the events, surprised me and picked up the whole wow. bills just prior to us getting married. And nice. um, so that was fantastic. Um, almost a $3,000 night at an event. And, you know, it just was involving everybody that I possibly could for such an amazing mission. Um, and it worked. <laughs> That's great. Uh, is there any any advice you might give people running or people who might want to get involved with this sort of organization? Um, I guess I contest? would. Yeah, I guess I would say um, my life was um, transformed um, truly in a in a very amazing and positive way because of this campaign. And um, you know, I'm so excited for Carl and the other candidates to get out there and and experience something that's much bigger than ourselves. Um, I mean, the work that LLS is doing and helping um, people with research, I mean, we we know people right here in Toledo that have benefited from their services. And so I just encourage them to get out there and ask anyone and everyone to help. And um, yeah, I just wish everybody good luck. It's such an exciting right. time. Awesome. And that's not, it, this isn't your day job, is it? No, no, no. Um, no, I am the vice president of philanthropy for ProMedica. Ah, um, excellent. So I oversee the daily operations of our um, entire fundraising team, about 12 hospitals. So Wow. Wow. She's a busy yeah. gal. How did you find time to do all of this too? <laughs> you know, I think they there's a saying that the busiest people um, find the time um, for the important causes. So it's I like to do things um, to give back outside of my daily job. I think it's important. And, um, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a great support system that was behind me helping me. So, Excellent. Uh, and then one last question for you, Christy. We ask this to everyone who comes into our studio. Um, if there is one hidden gem of Toledo that you might show an outsider, someone not from here, just someone that you're trying to show, a very unique aspect of our area, mm -hmm. uh, what might that be? Hidden gem of Toledo. Favorite spot. It doesn't necessarily have to be hidden. Just there's a lot of small treasures to our city that we found along the way. And we like to share those with our fans. And, and you've gotten asked this before, Carl and Mandy. So you, you kind of get first dibs here. So you, you get a chance to hose them. I think if I'm if I'm looking at a hidden gem in Toledo and I'm thinking restaurant, I would definitely say Kingo. Yes. He is a master. Oh, master chef. <laughs> we are also fans of Kango. Yes, that's, that's a good one. It's we, another tally for Kango on the gems. Another tally for Kango. Well, yeah. Christy, thank you no, so much for being oh, our first caller on this me. podcast. We really appreciate you taking a minute to talk to us and all the wonderful work you do. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the time. Yep. Take, Take care. care. Bye. Bye. Why is the team so important? What do they bring to the table? I know Christy mentioned it a few times, and you've mentioned it too, but it sounds like that's pretty imperative to this whole campaign right yes yes she hit it on the head the, the team is extremely important um like christy said the busiest people find time for the the biggest you know the most important causes mm -hmm. and um, without my team i you know the 10 weeks would be extremely long and the team is the reason that um the campaign is is fun and, and worthy as well so cool that's great and, and, and carl another thing that you and i are involved in this is like a complete tangent but uh, it's coming up here is the, the Gridiron Show. 
Ooh, so mm. because you're here, I thought this would be a uh, a nice little way to to squeeze this into the show and get a little publicity for the show too. But uh, so the gridiron is May seventeenth, right? <clears throat> Yes. Yes. Okay. Excellent. And uh, Carl is our treasurer for the show. And are, are you Ooh. planning to be in drag this year, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I'll be on the dance stage, though. Okay. All right. Yeah. Carl's actually one of our superstar dancers for for the well, for the then, show. Carl. Yeah. Do you want to explain what you're talking about for everyone who doesn't okay. know? Which is like I know pretty I know. much everybody. All right. So the Gridiron Show is is a comedy show written by and performed by uh, area attorneys. And it's it's a tradition of eighty some years, eighty four years, and uh, you all should go. Everybody in this room, I'm looking at everybody. And, uh, it's a pretty fun time. Bring it was a blast. I had yeah. so much fun. It's last pretty hilarious. That it's, was so funny. It's May seventeenth at the Valentine, and just because Carl's here, I thought I'd, I'd talk about it a little bit. But so, thank cool. you, Carl, for giving me that opportunity. You bet. But, but uh, next, uh, one thing we do with with everybody is a little bit of trivia, and I'm gonna let Danny talk about that. All right, this is my favorite part of the show, the Toledo Matters Trivia. So no matter what, you guys will go home with some prizes because we Aww. think you're great sports for playing. Yeah. We have some wonderful Toledo Matters toffee mugs over here and then some uh, delicious actual coffee generously donated by the wonderful people at Actual Coffee. This is the Columbia Tio Conja Black Honey Geisha Blend. Wow. Well done. And, well done. Uh, I'm that? sorry, Lance, for mispronouncing that. <laughs> it's a very... Uh, Nate, can you give yeah. me a testament to this coffee? Um, so basically what Lance said is it's very expensive uh, raw beans that he bought. He just had a, a very small access to them. It's not one of his main products. He doesn't actually sell it, so it's like a limited release. It's not even at the coffee shop. Yeah, it would be a, it would be an extremely expensive like coffee bag. No one would even buy it probably because it's so expensive. But it's a pretty rare bean and it's a rare roast, so it's gonna be it should be good. Am so, I guaranteed to get this? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, great. So thank you, Lance. <laughs> Super. All right, the way this goes, it should go easy, medium, hard, and then a bonus. It's all for fun. They're all, all about, about the same Toledo. difficulty, if we're honest. But. <laughs> all right, uh, question number one. Toledo was named after a city from what European country? Spain. What a I needed gimme. that one, Carl. I told you, number one's easy. That well done. Really easy. High fives yeah. all around. Question number two, true or false, Toledo's relationship with Toledo, Spain was the first sister city bond to form in North America. I'm gonna go with true. I'll agree. True, true it is. Two for two, well done. Nice. Cheers. All right, question number three. What is the name of the two towns that combined to form what is now known as Toledo? Do you want to come up with the first word and I'll come up with the second? <laughs> I have no idea. Tully and... <laughs> and Doe, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was Vistula and Port Lawrence. What? That, I don't even understand like that question. Then. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then finally, the bonus question, since the Toledo Walleye are approaching their Game 7 to this series, uh, the Toledo Walleye have gone to how many consecutive Game 7 series in the playoffs? Like currently? Four. Like they're currently in the streak? Yep. Okay. Wait, what was the question then? How many consecutive Game 7 series have the walleye produced in the Are playoffs? you counting the one they're currently yes, in? counting okay. this one. Carl, I'm going to let you take this one because I don't understand the question. <laughs> For the second time. <laughs> uh, you said four. We'll go with four. Oh, very close. It's five now. Oh, five. Yes, really. Anyway, thank you so much for playing. So you still get these lovely prizes, including nice little coffee mugs that you should display prominently. Thank you kindly. <laughs> uh, with our awesome logo on it. 
Thank you, Jacob Parr. Yes, thank you, Jacob Parr. Awesome. Um, one other thing we like to do, and you guys already got a preview of this because we we asked your compatriot the, the same question, but we like to ask all our guests if you had some sort of hidden gem, that's what we call it, um, that you think either more people in Toledo should know about that you think is really awesome or in Toledo area, we can include Perrysburg, I guess. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's where both my gems are, so... <laughs> Uh, or people who from out of town, like if you, you got to show them this this thing that may not be well known. What what would those be? Okay, so mine. Yeah, I'm sure first. everyone would disagree with both. No, Mis- no, Mr. No. Freeze. Has anyone oh, thrown Mr. Nice. Freeze out there? That's, that's not. No, why would we disagree amazing. with Mr. Freeze? Now I'm we're all for Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah. Is that the is that the igloo? Sunday, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. No, not the igloo. Isn't not it? the igloo, oh, no, okay. and it matters. I mean, I can't yeah, they're eat all ice cream different. from another place because of it. But my other one that I want to throw out there that everyone will disagree with is, I shouldn't say that. That's that's very mean. No, no, talk okay. it up. <laughs> yeah, it's Casa Baron, and if you are going there anytime mm, soon, you need that? a half and half frozen margarita. It's a Mexican restaurant well, in Perrysburg. Where's it I, at? Uh, downtown. Like it's on like the main. Louisiana. Oh, right on the main road there. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to eat there. A lot of people would just rather drink there, but uh, <laughs> so the margaritas is really what you're going half there and for. half frozen. Okay, margarita half and half frozen. Okay, yep. pro tip: heard it here first. Yep. <laughs> I'm familiar with this concept of a Mexican restaurant where you don't eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. We yeah. have a few in Perrysburg. There's yeah. some in Toledo too. So, <laughs> Carl, I have a bit of a sweet tooth, and I'm going to say Michael's across the. Uh, Right across the river on Front Street. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And not only Sweet Tooth, they have, they have a pretty decent lunch too. They do. Yeah. So, so they have like really good desserts or something? Yeah. They have never cakes, pastries, donuts. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. I've, I've never, never been, yeah. yeah. Never been there. Good it, one. It's right across the river, right? I mean, it's I'm like right, right across the bridge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's they, a good they one. Got, they got good lunch? They do. Yeah. I've been there a couple yeah. times for lunch. Yeah. Wow. Next time we get lunch, let's go there. Okay. Oh, Mike. Sure. Yeah. Michael's is the, they do like breakfast and stuff too, right? Or maybe I'm thinking of a different place. Uh, well, so the, there's a Michael's downtown, which yeah, that's is I'm not of. the place he's talking okay. about. Ah, yeah. The, the, the place on Monroe Street, but you're talking, yeah. There's the a, there's a place the across the bridge, yeah. But, okay. Sweet. Well, guys, thank you very much for coming in. Thank we you. Appreciate that it. was fun. appreciate that. And good luck on your campaign, Carl. I'm rooting thank for you. Appreciate Send it. Send Swedish fish donations <laughs> to the email in the show notes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for the 38th episode of the Toledo Matters podcast. And Danny, why don't you take us out? For more info on Carl, Mandy, and Christy, visit the link in our show notes. The Toledo Matters podcast is always recorded out of the magnificent recording studios of Waveflow Media. For your audio engineering and recording studio needs, visit waveflowmedia.com. A huge thank you to Toledo Matters Trivia Prize sponsor, Actual Coffee. For the finest in actual coffee, freshly roasted, visit actualcoffee.com or stop into one of the many coffee shops around town. Another thank you to our fabulous designer, our logo, and much of the branding package you see for Toledo Matters was created by Jacob Parr, much like the mug Bob is displaying here. For more of this incredible work, visit jacobparr.design. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode of the Toledo Matters podcast, check us out online at toledomatters.com. And you can always find a map of the hidden gems that our guests have mentioned on toledomatters.com as well. Thank you, Toledo, for tuning in and making Toledo matter. Until next time, we wish you well. 